0: Good morning, church. Um, you know, when I, when I first heard I was preaching sunrise service, I didn't think it would look like this. I didn't think it would look like preaching to a camera, um, but here we are. But man, it's a beautiful morning. Uh, this is probably, this, I think this is the first time I've seen the sunrise this early on this hill, and it is just absolutely gorgeous. Just a clear view, and I love it. But what I want to talk to you about, guys about this morning is the single greatest event. To happen in the history of mankind, in the history of the world, and in the result of this event, three words were spoken that changed the course of the world forever and ever, for eternity. And so Matthew 28 is where we're going to find those three words, but when I was thinking about this and three words that were so powerful that hold all this power, I thought about some other words that have held power in my life, divorce, alcohol, women, pride, Envy. I mean, the list can go on and on. I can list names of people who have hurt me. And in the moment that I've said those things, for some of you, whether it's drugs or whatever it is, that that word has brought thoughts to your mind and how it's affected your life. So you're thinking about these things and how they affect you. Someone might have hurt you. Someone could have broken your heart. You could have parents that have you know, just abandoned you. Whatever it is, there's three words that were spoken that are more powerful than those words ever will be. They'll give a bigger impact on your life than those words or that person or that event or that thing that has happened to you. This will give you more power than anything has ever happened. So I want to read these three words to you. We're going to read the passage in Matthew 28. Now after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, his clothing white as snow, and for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who is crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. He is risen are these words that I want you guys to focus on today, because. These three words hold more power than any other set of three words in the history of the universe, the history of mankind. Because with one cross, the world was changed forever. With one sacrifice, the world was changed forever. With one death, the world was changed forever. With one resurrection, the world was changed forever. And with one resurrection, it validated every claim that Jesus made, every teaching he ever taught, every miracle he ever performed. With the words, He has risen. The theme for our our Easter Easter season this year is He is risen. These three words have changed my life in just tremendous amounts of ways. See, I I didn't grow up with the smoothest household. Yeah, I had two parents that loved me, um, but I had to visit them in different houses. And that had an effect on me growing up. I, I remember I had to go to some counseling classes through school. And when I got to high school, I had friends that I wanted to be like. And so I started doing things that they were doing, things that weren't honoring to God. And I became consumed with these things. And this, that became who I was. I was about those things. and That was my identity. And it wasn't until I found and heard about this Jesus that I realized that everything could go away and my problems could be restored. When I heard about this Jesus, I, I realized that He died on the cross for my sins. And yeah, that's important because He had to live a perfect life in order to do that. But what's even more important is these three words right here. He is risen. Is because Jesus made a lot of claims while he was on earth. Okay, he, did a lot of, he performed a lot of miracles. He had a lot of teachings. But the problem is, is, if he had died and stayed dead in the tomb, it didn't matter if he claimed to have died for my sins because, it invalidated, because he would have, if he would not have rose from the dead, he, everything that he had said, everything that he had done would have been a fault. And because of that, he wouldn't have been uh, worthy of following because he would have just been dead like all the rest of the prophets. We'd still be waiting on the Messiah to come. But when I realized that this God actually rose out of the grave and came back from the dead, I said, "No, that's a God worth following—a God is going to honor His word." And so, this morning, this sunrise service—not going to be long. I just want to know how, these, how. I just want to know how these three words have impacted your life. He is risen. You know, to the to the believer in here. Um, you know, chances are, if you are watching this this early in the morning, you are probably a believer. But I'm not going to act like there's not. But to the believer, I would say this. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday I watched The Passion of the Christ. I watched the entire movie. Now, I understand that that's a movie, and it's not what happened in real life. But I sat there. I sat there and I watched him just get just destroyed. Beaten beyond recognition. Carry a cross. Have to have help carrying a cross. An innocent man losing his life. Standing on the cross. And I saw that and I watched the beating he went through. And I thought about the sufferings and the, the things that I've been through in my life. And I, t- I told you about these words at the beginning of my message that have impacted you in your life. You know, when I thought about those problems that have resulted in those, those situations, whether it's a divorce or, um, you know, alcohol or watching people do drugs or, you know, having separated parents or watching marriages fail or, you know, whatever it is, you name it. But whatever it is that's impacted your life, maybe jail time, I don't even know. But here's what I'll say, those problems that I go through, those times that my flesh is tempted, it really didn't seem all that bad when I was watching that. When I think about the price that Jesus paid on that cross, the problems that I have, they don't seem quite as bad anymore. Because I looked at a man who just got absolutely, absolutely demolished, beaten beyond recognition, and then embarrassed, spit on, thrown on the ground, whipped... Put and hung on a cross with nails in His hands and His feet. When I think about that, my problems don't seem as big. But when I think about those three words, He has risen, my problems seem a whole lot smaller. And they sound like there's a God out there who can handle them, and that's Jesus. Because of the price He paid and because He rose from the dead, it doesn't matter what my past looks like. It doesn't matter what I'm struggling with. He's bigger than all, the, all that and all those problems. So believers who are watching this, I want you guys to know that. That we can rejoice in this cross right here. We can rejoice in the empty tomb. Because He is risen. And because He is risen, we don't have to deal with these problems in our lives. We can hand them over to Him. Because He can handle it. But to the unbeliever, there's someone out there who cared enough for you to die for you. He died for you, and He paid the price that we deserved. Because the two other, there, when Jesus died on the cross, there was two other men on the cross up there. And they were criminals, just like us. Just like we were. And I want you to understand that if, you're not, if you haven't necessarily believed in Jesus before, and you would say you're a good person, I would ask you what measure you use to say that you're a good person. Because I know a lot of good people, in my mind. But they might be different than what you would say are good people. So to the unbeliever, there's a guy who, who went to a cross 2,000 years ago and, and bore the sin and shame on that cross and paid a price on that cross so that you can live in freedom and that you can be restored to God. Because here's the problem, is that when before that cross happened, there was a thing called sin entered the world. And as we know, it's passed down through generation and generation and generation. And we know that it's passed into our lives and that we've sinned against the Holy God. And that's caused separation between us and God. It causes us not to have a relationship with Him. But because of this right here, where this cross and this forgiveness, this atonement, we have redemption with Jesus. So if you've never trusted in Jesus before in your life, I just want you to know that if you place your faith in Him, and you truly believe that He is risen, that He came out of this grave, because I saw that He is risen, as he, it says, Come, see the place where He lay. Then go quickly and tell His disciples that He has been risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee, there you will see him, see I have told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, greetings. And they came up and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. And Jesus said to them, do not be afraid, go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there you will see me, and there they will see me. Here's the thing, Jesus went and saw, went and proved himself to all these people, so you know, no matter what people say about Christianity and religion and how it's outdated and whatnot, I want you to know that there was a real Jesus. He made real claims about Himself. He, t- he said that He was the Son of God. He claimed to have a relationship with the Father. He did die. He was crucified on a cross. He did, And then three days later, He rose from the tomb. And they went to go check on Him. They went to go check on Him and He wasn't there. And so I want you to know that any claim that has been made about Jesus, because of what He said right here, and because of what He's done, it makes this whole thing make sense. It validates this whole thing right here. And I can trust every word that's in here because of what what Jesus did on the cross and how He resurrected from the dead. Everything I put my hope in in this book right here is because Jesus rose from the dead. And so on this Resurrection Sunday, where we celebrate the, the victory that Jesus had over death once and for all, What is your response to the three words, He is risen? Because your response to those three words will tell you a lot about what you believe about Jesus. And it will probably tell you if you're walking in the victory that He has over death or if you're still walking in that death and choosing to walk in it anyways. There's so much freedom in walking with Jesus, guys. So much freedom in walking with Jesus. You just got to trust Him. Let's pray. God, we love you. Thank you. Thank you for rising from the dead. Thank you that it didn't end on the cross. The shame, the humiliation you went through. That you endured on the cross. The crown of thorns that you were, that was placed on your head. The beating that you took. God, I thank you it didn't stop there. God, I thank you that you got the last word in. And that three days later, you rose from the dead. When the world thought it had put you... Uh, when, it, when your world thought it had silenced you, God, you came back. So, God, I praise you for that. I thank you for saving me. But, God, I pray that on this Easter Sunday, you'll continue to move and that you'll continue to save. And, God, I know that you will, even through our technology streams. Thank you for who you are, God. We love you. Amen.